Welcome back to the Welsh Sports Podcast. My name's Christian. That's Dave. How are you, Dave? All good, thanks, mate. All good. So, um, what are we talking about today? Uh, quite a lot to talk about today. We've got um, rugby, a bit of rugby first, then some boxing. You're going to hopefully tell some fun stories from your good. boxing days. <laughs> uh, then we're going to look at some of the football that's been going on and a touch on the darts at the end. So, Good. So, um, yeah, tell me about what's happening uh, in the world of rugby in, in Wales. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, big news come out. Two bits of big news, but I think the biggest one, me for me personally, I think is uh, Joe Hawkins. Uh, he's signed for Exeter, so he's going to be going there at the end of the season. Um, the, the worrying thing for this is, like we touched on last week, is these young players now are going to be leaving hmm. Welsh rugby. Uh, he's only 20 he's made his debut this season for Wales he's got five caps um, but if he where well, he is going at the end of the season and because of the 25 cap rule that's in um, effectively shouldn't be eligible for the Wales team which I personally my thoughts of Joe Hawkins is he's going to be Wales' uh, 12 for the next probably 10 years of bar and a serious yeah. injuries quality he can do absolutely everything just needs game time and experience um, what what I have heard reports of is that he'd signed for Exeter before he made his Wales debut mm-hmm. and so the rule is it's really stupid if you've made your debut for Wales you've been capped and then you leave Wales you're not eligible to play for them so if you had one cap then you go to a foreign country, you're not eligible to play. But if you haven't had a cap, go to a foreign country, they can select you. Is that the same for like England, Scotland? No, do they no, have that same rule? They, they have, they have, this, they just pick whoever they want. Um, why, why are Wales like that then? I think it's just they want to keep players in Wales to get fans into the stadium, I think, and to be part of the set. But yeah, it's a bit backwards, really. But like I was saying, it's Apparently, I read it was being investigated now to see if he had signed for Exeter before he got capped, which was in, I think, November. So it's plausible. Um, then he will be available for the World Cup squad. If he can't go to the World Cup because of this, it's a big loss for the team. Yeah. Um, all because of this rule. All because of this rule, yeah. Another one, uh, which is a bit of a funny one, is Will Rowland's. Um, he's going... To, I think he's going to France at the end of the season. He's on 23 caps, so he's only too short. Uh, but his problem is he's probably not going to get back for, from injury in time to get those two caps. Yeah. But he'll be available for the World Cup. Now, he would have had those caps, but he got injured. I think it was in the Autumn Internationals. So he would have definitely had the 25 caps. So they were looking at him to say, like, well... Bar an injury, he would be in the team. Mm. Are we gonna like sort of let that one go because it's two caps, and we need some sort of cover in second row because uh, Adam and Jones is old. Adam Beard to me is not the answer, but people seem to like him. But um, yeah, and Will Rowland's thirty-one. This is gonna be his last and only chance to go to World Cup. Are they really gonna not give him that opportunity because he's two caps short? I don't know. Um, the other. Uh, news just staying on the same subject is Ross Moriarty leaving the Dragons going to breathe apparently with immediate effect so he's not even at the end of the season I couldn't find any information why he was like leaving straight away uh, it's weird it's, it's, all he was saying was how happy they were with the Dragons and all that they offered him a contract breathe offered him a bigger one and so he's leaving I was going to uh, say is that because of money yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no money in the in the Welsh rugby. No, no. It? It's like we were talking about last week. With they're not going to be able to compete with these teams. So yeah. I have been compiling a list of all the players that are leaving at the end of the season. But we'll touch on that another episode because stats man. It's going to keep getting added to. Yeah, <laughs> I've uh, got a little list. So uh, that's the news with player departures. Um, we'll quickly have a look at some of the European games. So. If we go back two weeks, it's been the the European Cups mm-hmm. uh, the last two weeks. So two weeks ago we had Cardiff against Sale. Cardiff were at home. 
128-27, really good thriller of a game. Sale really sort of pushed them all the way. Um, but Cardiff just pulled through. Uh, again, last week, Breve and Scarlet. Scarlet's won 19-7, so they went through. They played uh, Clement Auvergne on Friday. Um, Osprey's lost to Saracens away. Osprey's really put on a good performance. Um, they could have, they could have easily won. They 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 had a Saracens in a bit of a tough spot, but they sort of like imploded. And weirdly, it was like their senior players, like Reese Webb, tried to take a quick line out and threw an interception try from it, and it was like Alwyn Jones giving away stupid penalties. So yeah, they'll be disappointed. And then the Dragons were away to Glasgow. Remember, I said to you that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I think it was a lot tougher than they actually needed it to be. They ended up losing 33-73. So, Oof. I mean, 73 points in a professional game is just... That's, that's unheard of, isn't it? It's, it's not very common. It's quite yeah. embarrassing. So, um, so that was two weeks ago. Now we had this weekend's uh, round of games. Cardiff were away to Benetton. The, I mean, this was such a winnable game for Cardiff. They beat Benetton a few weeks ago. I think it was February by a bonus point at home. Um, this was during the international, so a lot of the international players weren't there. But you'd expect Cardiff to go to Italy and be able to get a result. The crowd was amazing. They were so loud. Uh, it was um, a great atmosphere. But again, Cardiff will be gutted because they had they had it almost in the bag. They had the probably the more quality. Benetton have got like a few of the Italian internationals, like Lamro is the Italian captain, the two centres, um, but they just wanted him more. Their tackling yeah. was a lot more intense. Um, Cardiff's tries were sort of moments of magic from their, their more sort of international players, like uh, Thomas Williams put a good kick in, and Owen, I think Owen Lane scored the try, and then... Um, Outside centre, I forgot. Isn't I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, scored a try from halfway. What's his name now? That's gone. He's completely <laughs> gone. Mason Grady scored. He sort of took the ball on halfway and sort of bust through the line and then went all the way. Scored a try. But like I said, they just wanted him more. Uh, Benetton very disappointed for Cardiff because I think they're losing a lot of players at the end of the season and. It, that's probably going to be one of their better chances mm-hmm. for the next couple of years to get some sort of silverware. So they'll be disappointed. The one thing that is worrying me as a Cardiff Blues fan is we look really like toothless in attack when Jared Evans toothless, toothless, quite like that. <laughs> in attack when Jared Evans isn't there, um, and he's going at the end of the season. He's another one. So if Priestland is who they're going to stick with at ten. I mean, he's great at kicking a goal, but he doesn't create any yeah. uh, attacking for me. But that's just my opinion. And then, sorry, waffling on. Then we go to the Scarlet. So the Scarlet's had a really tough game against Clement at home. Um, Clement always been sort of one of the top teams in, in yeah. France. Not doing so well this year, but um, they had a really good game. Scarlet's went ahead quite early. Um, but then, weirdly, it, one of the Clement players, their 13, had a red card for a high tackle on uh, Lee Halfpenny, who ended up going off injured from it. So it was a straight red with like 20 minutes into the game. Mm-hmm. But then, weirdly, that sort of like galvanized Clement and Scarlett sort of went into the shell a little bit, started yeah. making a lot of like unforced errors and stuff. Um, Clement Pack really sort of took over and uh, they looked like they were going to steal steal the win to be honest and then the last five minutes Scarlett put a bit of a, an attack together and managed to score in the corner uh, Carwin Tupolotu who's the brother remember I said about Cecilia Tupolotu mm. who was the yeah. playing for the women we'll talk about her uh, in a minute also uh, both from a professional rugby players. Yeah, he plays for the Scarlets. She plays for Wales. Um, 
he had an offload to Ryan Combier, who actually had a really good finish in the corner. He still had a lot to do. And then it all came down to the kick from Costello from the wing. And to be fair, he nailed it. It was a tough kick right in the corner. He'd missed one earlier. Um, but yeah, he nailed it. So Scarlet go through to the next round now. They play Glasgow at home. Mm-hmm. So it's that's Glasgow are really good. But I think they're... Um, Scarlet will fancy themselves. Yeah, they've won nine out of their last ten, I think. So they're in good form. Uh, Dwayne Peel's really got them playing well. At the start of the season, he took over this year. At the start of the season, I think they lost something like eight games in a row, and everyone was looking at him like saying, "What's he doing?" And now he's really turned them around. So yeah, yeah good luck to the Scarlets on that. So that's the regional game, and then we just got to touch on the Wales women. Uh, they had a bonus point win against Scotland. Um, they're doing really well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Like we were saying about last week, they've turned professional, uh, basically their whole squad now. And, and, and it shows Scotland were professional as well. But again, only recently, Wales had had that sort of a bit more of a builder. Um, to be fair, Scotland really did play play well they they really did give everything they tackled hard uh, they had a really good try from the 15 uh, Chloe Raleigh she's like skinned a couple of players and just burned up the wing it was a really good yeah. try but Wales's pack again was just dominant the front row was amazing um, two tries from Tui Pilotu and two from Gwentling and Priest the two props which is super rare in rugby for both props to score two tries yeah um, and then they actually played the whole game, which again is really rare, especially in the professional era for props to play the whole game. They usually come off around the 60, 70 minute Why, because it's just such a tiring position? Yeah, yeah, because they're big guys as well. They just get the new guys on for some fresh yeah. legs. Um, or big women, sorry, yeah. in their case. Uh, but yeah, they, they scored the two tries and then right at the end, they took a scrum against the head, absolutely smashed Scotland off the ball and uh, scrum half Fionn Lewis picked up and sort of sniped and that was like a sort of an icing on the cake. Yes, yeah. So yeah, um, we spoke about Tupolotu in the last game but she had a uh, player of the match. She's going to be a superstar. I think she's like 19. Oh, uh, she's absolutely, they just can't handle it. She's just so big and strong. Um, the discipline wasn't great from Wales. Uh, they had a, uh, a yellow card for Lake, their inside centre. But, you know, it was a win. A win's a win. Yeah. But now the big game against England's next <coughs> on the 15th. Um, it's going to be a massive test. England have won both their games. Yeah. They beat Scotland by 50 points and they beat Italy by 60. Um, so, I mean, it, Wales have just got to go out and do their best. England been in a professional game though longer than they yeah. so they've been professionals for quite a bit like, yeah, time yeah. compared to Wales who have only been there for about a year now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh they got a bigger player pool and stuff. Uh the league is, you know, really good over there. So uh it'll be a good test. It'll be interesting to see where Wales are now against because the England are the top team. Uh it'd be good to get a measure against them. But it is at home, so there is that. Um the Arms Park, is it? They set the Arms Park. Apparently, I've read and they sold it out, which has never happened in a Wales women's game. It's going to be a record breaking attendance. So, obviously, they're getting a bit of momentum and getting some fans behind them. So, uh, that's on the 15th. So, support the girls if, uh, if you're about. And, uh, yeah, really exciting times for the Welsh women. Yeah. Oh, fair play. So, that's on the 15th of April. So, how much is the capacity of the, of the Arms Park? I think it's like. 12 or 13 uh, so yeah it's quite a lot like the blues don't fill it every week so um you know good on them uh and it shows where where they've come from and where they're sort of heading they've got some real good pl- uh, players now and uh yeah they're making a real push but england is still going to be heavy favorites mm. going into this but you know that just means nothing to lose doesn't it exactly yeah oh. Welsh women's sport on the rise there mate yeah yeah sorry I waffled on a, a bit there it was a lot of results to like get through lots of I was, stats man 
trying to remember, <laughs> I was just trying to remember everything because I've watched so many games in the last two weeks that I was just trying to remember yeah. everything that went on. But um, I will give a little mention to, uh, unfortunately, Cardiff Rugby, the passing of Peter Thomas. Uh, he's been like a big supporter of the club and like a big benefactor of Peter's Pies. Yeah. Um, he basically passed away, but he like financially kept the club running recently over the last couple of years. Um, so he's going to be a big loss. I was listening to comments from Sam Warburton about it, and he said he knows for a fact that Cardiff rugby wouldn't have sort of they would have gone bust if it wasn't for him. So. Yeah, that's a big loss for the club, but they named one of the stands after him, so it was, you know, a nice touch. And it's yeah, it's class, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair play. Quality touch, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to move on to the, yeah. to the boxing? Good. Let's go into the boxing, mate. Okay, mate, let's go, let's go talk about boxing in, yeah. uh, in, in Wales. So, um, first name that comes up is Joey Cadena. Yeah. Yeah, so um, he's got his IBF World Super Featherweight Championship um, title fight against... Uh, um, excuse me if I pronounce this wrong. Shavkaf Rabinov. <laughs> I think it's Shavkaf Rakimov. Rakimov. There you go. Yeah. You got it right for me, mate. I think so. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, he's got to try and get that title back again now. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about what happened to him previously. Um, yeah, it was a bit frustrating. So he, he beat uh, Oguaga in June 22 by a uh, second round knockout, which is probably at featherweight. Um, title was probably one of the best uh, right hands I've seen for a long yeah. time in all fairness to him clean knockout Oguaga um, didn't have a clue where he was after it yeah and um, falling all over the shop yeah he was I mean his legs just went from him but um, yeah it was It was. I, I watched a um, uh, training program after uh, after the fight and it showed that they, they actually waited for that punch mm. so they waited they seen that he was going to make a certain move and then they, they they trained for that right hand yeah um, for, for quite a while so yeah it was, it was decent so um, yeah but then um, he had a hand operation um, which he needed and real shame but the IBF took off his took took, took away his um, his belt from him it's crazy you know yeah it was in like three months as well yeah like how was that even fair yeah and again I've seen interviews after him he's just absolutely gutted and I think most boxers would probably lose motivation mm. in wanting to like go back in the ring yeah um, but fair play to him he's going back in there and he's going to go try and get his title again and I genuinely do believe he's going to get his title yeah because yeah. Yeah. that fight was only in June when he lost and they've already had a there's already had a, been a fight for the title and now the rematch at the end of this month yeah. to get his title back so it's all within a year Yeah, it, they stripped him and now they've given him a title shot it's just a bit it's like, crazy that's weird but like, to be that quick yeah isn't it? definitely yeah when you think like Tyson Fury had a whole year with his his mm. belts before his was taken off, yeah. so yeah, it's just like, like yeah, fair play to to Joey Cadena, and I wish him all the best. I like, can go in and going in there and getting his title back, and I, I generally do think he's, he is going to because I've got some stats here. Yeah, he's fifteen and zero. Um, he's got nine knockouts. Um, the other guy Rakanoff is seventeen wins and one loss and fourteen KOs. So I think he's, he hasn't lost. I think they said oh, draw. Oh, one draw. Sorry, yeah, uh, no loss. One draw. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that's you know, is a he's a decent fighter. So he's a quality fighter. So it's going to be a tough one for Kadina. But yeah, I, I think he'll do it. He's yeah. got the, he's got the motivation and the heart and desire to go back and then get that title. To be honest, you mate. The so, home crowd in the motor point. Yeah, it's not called the motor point anymore, is it? You know, it is the motor point. Yeah, 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 still, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it'd be decent for him. Like I think him going in there, getting the uh, getting getting about in home on the home turf, be good, mate. So. Uh, yeah, I did give him a boxing lesson back in the day. <laughs> yeah, this, so I asked Dave about like, uh, does like, has he seen much of Joe Cordina's boxing before the show? And it, and he's actually you actually sparred him. Yeah. So um, back in your heavyweight days. Back in my heavyweight days. Um, so it was. Oof, I used to do a bit of boxing myself, and you know, I was I used to box for Prince of Wales. So. Um, his club came over and just had like a sparring session with us mm-hmm. um, and my boxing coach said to me oh, do you want to go in with this fighter here his name's Joe Cadena didn't have a clue who he was yeah. never ever heard of him before went in there did three rounds with him and yeah, yeah was, I think you know 
I was the toughest opponent he's ever had. To be yeah. honest, we even said that. <laughs> <laughs> Tough day at the office, yeah, like yeah. Adina. No, he was he was good. He was quality. He was just so fast. That you yeah. Know what I mean? um, uh, yeah. Um, he's got a real good jab on him. In all fairness to him, um, he was just so fast, and it was decent. In all fairness, like three rounds, and then like got a couple. It was spring forward a couple of years. He's going to the Olympics. It's yeah. just class. Like, it's you know what I mean? So were you like much bigger than him then? Because he's mm. quite short. Like because uh, that super featherweight or whatever the. Uh, that's like nine stone I was looking. Just yeah. over nine stone. Like, yeah. it's crazy for a grown a man. Do you know yeah, I, mean? I think, well, looking back at it, I was around about 17, 18. So you've been about the same age. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit older now. So yeah. I can't, I can't hit that nine stone weight anymore. Brave. But we were around about... He's aged yeah. better than you, I'll yeah. be honest. <laughs> uh, this, uh, I, He's I a handsome <laughs> Yeah, so back then I think we were like what probably about nine ten stone each so um, yeah, yeah okay but um yeah in all fairness he was a quality guy like yeah um, I'd chat with him afterwards he was decent um yeah and then I seen him around a few times in a, uh, some some competitions um and he was always doing well yeah um yeah so fair play to him I so yeah he's just gone on and, and went to the Olympics and then turned professional with yeah. Eddie Hearn he seems seems very confident he's, he's pretty he he said he he said he can win anyway. I know, obviously they all say that, but he's happy to go the full things twelve rounds or maybe catch him with a shot again. Mm. But yeah. Um, yeah, going back to the, that Agawa punch, it was just he absolutely flatlined him. Didn't he? Yeah. he was literally he tried to stand up and then face plant. He was rolling all yeah. over the place, crazy. But that Agawa, like I thought, it was at the I thought it was. Pretty fair on points at the time. I thought, hang on, this could go to points. This good twelve rounds, good points. But yeah, yeah, to get a knock on second round, like it was, yeah, yeah. So um, I haven't got the date of when it's uh, when the actual fight. I think it's the twenty second. Yeah. Uh, let me just have a look, just so people can watch it on the zone. Is it probably more than likely? Yeah, because he's a uh, Eddie Hearn's fighter. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think, I think, I think. Kadina brings it home for Wales, like, and yeah, I, yeah. I hope so. I mean, do you think he didn't get enough sort of when he won the title last year? He didn't really get any sort of. There was like no fanfare or anything like that. I was quite surprised. Yeah, he, they 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 did. Uh, it wasn't a sellout at the point the last time, but it was a decent turnout for him. I know. Then I seen as I follow him on Twitter. I know then, and he wanted to um, to fight. I can't think we wanted to fight now, but there was someone else he wanted to fight, but he wanted to fight in Millennium Stadium. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't think at that weight, a featherweight, is, you're going to really get that much of a crowd. Yeah. It's, it's all about the heavyweights now, isn't it? So, 100%. I yeah. mean, if he sort of wins this one, strings another few like title uh, runs together, gets a bit of a name, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be, it's going to be hard. I, I would imagine not that many people follow, followed him too closely mm. but good luck to him it is the 22nd of April so good luck to Joe Cordina yeah, good luck, bring it home for Wales once yeah. again the Welsh Wizard I think his name is yeah the Welsh Wizard yeah, yeah. so good luck to him yeah uh, do you want to talk about the AJ fight scene as we previewed yeah. it in our, in our last episode yeah I think a lot of people would have been disappointed with the fight yeah I was yeah I'll be honest <laughs> it was boring yeah but if you think about like so AJ's losses to fights against Usyk mm-hmm. and then people are like oh, he's got to come in for the knockout now he's got to do this he's he's got to knock him out within the fourth or fifth round he actually you know boxed him alright I thought pretty well you know mm-hmm. 12 rounds you know he's got to get, he, he's just had two major losses so it's going to be difficult for him to get back in there and try and knock someone out yeah that's he's, a good point yeah. so I think it was, uh, sorry go on I think it was an all around good Good for him, like, and I just seen on his Instagram, he's fighting again now in December. They, no, haven't, they haven't decided who, right. but he is fighting again in December. So he's look at the turnaround, during so this quick turnaround, especially in professional boxing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I think I should give Mr. Jermaine Franklin an apology because I didn't remember his name in the last episode. Yeah, and he actually, um, I was quite impressed with him. Like obviously it should be a given, but it's not always in heavyweight boxing. But he came to fight. Like yeah. I think he definitely thought he could win, and he definitely did try. Like he and you get a you 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 see it a few times. Like think about when Fury, <coughs> Fury came back after his layoff and fought a couple of nobodies. Or not seeing Franklin's nobody. 
they were just sort of there as like a bit of a human punching bag. Yeah. And they weren't sort of like up for it at all. They were just there for a payday. But he he actually was really tough and uh, yeah, I was quite impressed with him to be honest. Mm. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying. AJ got the win. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, did you see that there was like a some sort of issue with the trainer? Yeah. What was that about? So the 12th round came to an end and then Franklin walked away and then AJ gave him like a little like it was kind of like I looked at it first of all and then I looked at it again it's kind of like a little well done like you know good fight type of thing so we like tapped him on the back of the head I think Franklin thought did he hit him uh, like part of it yeah but he didn't so then Franklin kind of like went up to him and AJ where he was just so tired just kind of like grabbed onto him and hugged him and they just like you know when like two friends go to like fight like and then they're like I don't want to hit you we just you know we're friends and then they're just like grabbing each other and then they just like like, like the in between yeah yeah and then they just push each other away because I think they're both just so tired and they like yeah. I think Franklin was confused and then AJ was kind of like oh just tapped on the back of their head like I was confused with like why Franklin was coming at him yeah okay. it was a bit of confusion and then Franklin's trainer like pushed came on around the side jumped in and pushed AJ and was like that's out of order like and then AJ just like lost his head there but people started coming to the ring and then out of nowhere Tony Bellew did you hear about Tony Bellew yeah, <laughs> Tony Bellew's going hey lad don't do that mate come around he's like you're out of order you're out of order like that and yeah and then Carl Froch he was like Chin him, chin him, chin him, Tony Bellew, chin him, that, that was close. And then, yeah, but it just kind of, it just out of nothing came something yeah, quite okay. big, if that makes sense. Because so, yeah. I didn't see, I didn't even see any of that. I saw it like a couple of days later, and it was the actual Carl Frosch recording yeah. him on it, on it. Uh, Bellew, yeah, shouting at him. So, I mean, <laughs> looking after his mate, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, is, yeah. is Tony Bellew all right? He just seems like he's like, a bit crazy these yeah, days. Just, yeah, he, I think he's missing boxing, and he probably probably doesn't know where to like put his energy. Yeah. So yeah, but like, I think I think Franklin's team offered Bellew out there and said like, oh, come in, the, come back in the ring. But I don't think Bellew will. Bellew hated fighting. He just yeah. he just did it for the money, didn't he? But um, yeah. So he just went off, like to be honest, mate. But it was. I think it was nothing. It was, yeah. like, a little bit of nothing. Like, do you remember? I, yeah. I, if, in in AJ's defense, I think he just like tapped on the back of the head, but because he was so strong, probably. Felt a bit stronger than what it was. Yeah, and then yeah, he probably with all the adrenaline as well might not have realised like yeah. how hard he was doing it and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it was a bit of to do about nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so AJ got the win and yeah. goes on then. Yeah, so no idea who's next. Who who would you like to see him fight next? Um, Joshua Boati, I like to see him fight. Yeah. Um, what about the, this? Him and Dillian White fighting again has been sort of. Mm. in the air for so long do you think that'll ever happen do you think AJ's worried to fight him I don't think do you know what I don't think he's worried I think it's I think it's just what the fans want to see and I don't think they really want to see AJ White again do they although I, I would watch it but like you, you want to see AJ Fury AJ Wilder yeah know, those are the fights you want to see and I just don't think we're going to get him to be honest with you you think there's a he needs to win again before he gets one of the big names again possibly yeah I think yeah. he fight Barty next yeah. yeah, how do you think he does in that one? But he's good. Is he? He's young, yeah. strong, dangerous one for AJ. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I think AJ might. Oh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for him to call. Yeah. Let's see how Barty does now. I made the sixth against um, Paul Stefan on the uh, in Birmingham. So um, yeah, see how that goes. And I think I think after that fight, then is when those two will probably be announced. Are you, I also use them showing uh, Daniel Dubois, is it? Yeah. You don't think that one? Good. This is another decent one to buy as well, yeah. That'd be a good one for yeah. Dubois, I think. That would really give him like yeah. a, a name brand, because I think that's what he's been missing, yeah. is one of those big name fights. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Decent, yeah. Dubois would be good, decent as well, yeah. Yeah, so. we'll see. Well, well then, to AJ, when yeah. you win. And, again, good luck to Joe Cordina. Do it for Wales. Make lots of noise in the motor point. The Welsh Wizard. Yeah, the Welsh Wizard. Good luck. So Dave, uh, do you want to touch on the South Wales derby before we go on to the more recent results, seeing as you were there? Yeah. A bit um, of heartbreak? Not really, I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess it has to be talked about, don't it? 
Um, yeah, so last Saturday, 1st of April, Cardiff v Swansea. Bit heartbreaking for the heartbreaking stuff for Cardiff fans, but yeah, so Swansea went 3 2 against Cardiff and, and literally the dying ends. How like, was, how was it, it so much injury time? Because it was like nine minutes. Yeah, it? it was just like, well, there was just so many like injuries, um, substitutions, and that. It was, yeah, it was a lot of wasting the time, cramp, and all that. And so it just got to the point where the ref just put on nine minutes. I was a bit surprised with it, to be honest with you. Yeah. And with the goal celebrations and everything, because there was four goals leading up to that, it took longer than, of course, like, you know, when you're in a derby mm. and you score against either Swansea or Cardiff, the players were going absolutely crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Especially Cardiff went 2 0 down, didn't they? Yeah, so the first half was. Wasn't good. Like it, it was tough to watch. To be honest, with you, um, Cardiff fans were going mad. Um, yeah, it was just it just didn't feel like any of the Cardiff players had any fight or like desire in them at the time. Um, Swansea were the first the ball at all times. Uh, they, they they were just pinging the ball around. Mm-hmm. We were just chasing shadows. We couldn't really get near it. Um, we were just sitting deep. Swansea were on attack consistently against us. Um, they they brought down well they they filled out their their Swansea fans they just filled out their their stand, and their support was fantastic in all fairness and the Swansea players could feel it, and even though I think I think the attendance was around twenty eight thousand, um, the atmosphere was there but it's just the, the the players just weren't getting getting anything from the fans and it just didn't feel like we were we were there at the game to be honest with you and yeah. Swansea came to it and they were just riled up for it from the start to be honest with you well when they Take a two two goal lead. I think it <coughs> can suck the energy yeah. out of the crowd as well. Can't exactly. It? I think it, well, well after the second goal, there was Cardiff fans walking out. Oh really? Yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is. And then you had Swansea fans singing it, loving it, lapping it up. Yeah. And then yeah, and then straight after the second goal, then Philogene scored, and that that it was a great goal in all fairness, top left hand corner, mm-hmm. pinged it from outside the box, um, and that if it wasn't for that. I think could have got away from yeah it could have definitely yeah and then we got a bit of momentum back and then you know sorry Kappa yeah. came back 83rd minute 2-2 I thought and it felt like in that second half you, you know you know it's like when you're playing rugby and football you, you know you're going to score a try you know you're going to score a goal you can feel it when yeah, you're 2-1 the down. momentum shift yeah. and you could feel it like we were we were on the tack we were on the right we were doing really well we were pressing everything with first the ball completely opposite to the first half and you felt like you were going to get something from the game, and then we scored 2 2. And then again, it felt like something actually. We're going I to feel like it might pinch it. We could nick this, yeah. And I would have come away with a draw and gone, yeah, fair play. And I think Swansea, in all fairness, would have come away with a draw and gone, yeah, that, that was yeah. a decent result, in all fairness. And then, yeah, we conceded a corner, came in, we defended it, hit the post, and then, yeah, yeah back post. Of- Deflection around the place, wasn't it? Commando scored, yeah, and yeah, 99th minute. And honestly, that was deflating. That was, Mm. that was, yeah, I've been to a lot of derbies, a lot of games, and that was probably one of the most deflating, yeah, yeah, games I've been to. Yeah, I was next to my dad, and my dad was furious. I bet bet there was a lot of blue language coming from your dad, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it was just getting, but and and you know, the feeling around the stadium, then, yeah. Must mean t- it was tough. Yeah, well, the we then moving on from there now. Had a bit of good news for Cardiff. You could, I guess you could say Swansea as well. But yeah. Reading getting deducted six points for breaking the profitability and sustainability mm. rules, which yeah. is is big. Um, they dropped at the time from eighteenth to twentieth, and they were one point in front of Cardiff. Uh, before the last round of results, so I, when I was reading into this, it was really hard to get like um, an exact sort of explanation on what the profitability and sustainability rules are. So, what my understanding was is to stop clubs going bust, there's like you're allowed to be oper- operating at, at like a, a loss of only a certain amount, mm. and I think it was up to 18 million a year you're allowed to be losing which is crazy to think that that's like like uh, 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 sorry like to think that that's like a rule that you're allowed to lose up to that much but I think they lost something ridiculous like 30 they were losing like something crazy like that so it's basically to stop clubs like 
going best. It's yeah. supposed to try and help that. But um, yeah. that's where they got, that was my understanding. That might not be 100% correct, but when I was reading it, that was the best explanation I could get. If they get relegated though, that's again. Uh, that was my thought exactly. Yeah. I was you. You took my 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 point away because I was literally going to say that. Surely, that's way more detrimental to the sustainability. Mm. But I guess how else are they going to enforce the rules? Like if you're losing that amount of money, what are they going to do? Fine you more or like yeah. like? There's got to be some sort of punishment. I guess there's someone who like a team that was like maybe I don't know seventh or eighth or maybe ninth or tenth if they lose those six points it's not as detrimental as what Reading have just had Yeah. because now they're in the relegation zone and now they've got themselves on a, probably a relegation battle whereas probably they may have just missed out on that relegation battle but yeah. Yeah well we can touch on this uh, the weekend's uh, results and then we'll look at the table if you want so yeah. do you want to Go through them or yeah. do you want me to do? No, you go ahead, make one. So big win for Cardiff, beat Blackpool away, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um three one. Three nil at half time, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh goals from Connor Connor Wickham, Cabba, your man, and Riles. So that was like a much needed win because uh looking at the table, Blackpool uh, they're probably going to be relegated now barring like sort of a real good uh, win of games uh, they're 23rd with 35 points and then 21st is QPR at the moment with 42 along with Huddersfield and Cardiff so uh, yeah Mick McCarthy got sacked after the um, the Cardiff win oh did he yeah so, so he's Blackpool manager so and he was obviously ex Cardiff, uh, Cardiff manager yeah, he got, he got the, uh, the sack from him yeah, so that was a big, a big much-needed result for Cardiff. Um, hopefully, that gives them a bit of momentum now. Mm. Uh, then Swansea drew nil-nil with Coventry. I think that was, Swansea should probably be safe. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, looking at them now, they've got fifty points. Uh, so they, they're nine points clear of Reading in twenty-second at the moment. So just need to keep picking up a couple of results. And then going on to League Two, good win for Newport, a bit of a surprise win at Northampton, 3-0. Yeah. Um, Northampton second in the league, I think. Yeah, second league, yeah. So that was a big result for them. <coughs> uh, again, we were talking about they just need to stay up. They're undefeated in their last five games, had a couple of wins in there, so I think they'll be okay. Yeah. And then the bit of the shock was was Wrexham draw uh, losing mm. three went to Halifax. They were one 0 up at half time as well. So yeah, puts puts themselves in a bit of pressure. I've noticed um, it's funny because you sort of all your reason online when Wrexham are doing well is how good the the owners are and stuff like that. And then yeah. after they've lost, what I've been reading now is oh look how much they're paying. Yeah, they need to be careful because if they don't go up this year, they're going to be operating at such a big loss and stuff. And it's yeah. like it turns so quick. Um, a good shout out to to Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney though. Did you see the Halifax thing? There was one of the young supporters. I think he died of cancer or something. Oh, okay. And the 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 fans were doing like a crowdfunding, like a just giving for the hospice that he stayed at. And I think they donated like five k something like that. Oh, that's class. So. Um, like a nice touch, yeah. You know, that's quality. Uh, I know they got the money, but they, you know, a they lot. Of, to, yeah. they, you know, they don't have to do that. Go so on. yeah, um, and then Rex and playing today. There's a round of uh, fixtures again today. Yeah. So this is Monday. It probably won't come out till tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, if I'm quick with the editing. <laughs> uh, so Rex and Notts County. That's going to be a big game. Have you seen the like the actual like the table at like the wins, draws, and losses, goals for, goals against? It's so close. Mm. So you got goals for together, one hundred and six each. Yeah, crazy, isn't crazy. It? Over forty games, yeah. like. <laughs> so the 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 lots county have drawn ten, lost two. Wrexham drawn seven, lost three. Goals for both one hundred and six. Goals against for Notts county thirty six. Goals against for Wrexham thirty nine. That's just crazy. Do you know what I mean? They're so close, and then points a hundred each. Mm. This is today could be the winner of 
of the, of the National League. That's just well, quite, it's going to be possibly because yeah. Woke in the third and they're on 75 points, so there's yeah. a, I'd be amazed. It is a big thing for Wrexham today, though. I think, like, if they lose now again today, even though they've got that game in hand, it's really going to put doubt in them in the minds, I yeah. think, of the players. Um, Notts County do have the superior goal difference, so they put a bit by losing that Halifax game. They put a have put a lot of pressure on themselves. Yeah, still in their hands, I would say though, um, and I still say they got to be favourites to go up and they. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good luck, Wrexham. Good luck, Wrexham. Today, I think it's three o'clock kick off. Yeah. Um, do you want to look at the Cardiff fixtures, Sunderland? Yeah, Sunderland today. Um, it's a tough ask, I think. Um, Sunderland, the 11th in the league. Cardiff, obviously, we're 19th now. Sunderland now, to be honest, they're, they're safe. They're, they're all ready. They're all good to go. They're staying in the Championship next year. What are they fighting for? Yeah, good They're point. mid-table. Can they get into the promotion playoffs? Possibly not, let's be honest with you. Um, us, we're fighting for relegation. We need those three points. So They're six points clear of the, yeah. the playoffs. Uh, so, hmm. yeah, it's going to be a big ass for Sunderland. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think? You're going down, yeah? Yeah, going down. I think um, as well. You know, it's it's really good now. Initiative that card done now, so like children go for a pound. Yeah, I saw that. That's class, That's yeah. Good, yeah. Let's just get the atmosphere back in there because like when there was twenty eight thousand there last week, it was brilliant. Like hmm. the atmosphere was great, and it was nice to see. Um, when there's sixteen thousand or seventeen or eighteen thousand, sometimes you can. It's quite quiet there, to be honest. Mm, you. Feels, yeah, feels the, you feel mm. the emptiness. You see that twelfth man, don't you? So I think um, getting a win uh, last week. Well, not even a week ago, getting a win against Blackpool now give them a bit of hope. Yeah, I think it'll make people want to go down and watch a bit more now. Yeah, definitely. Because everyone is since because this whole thing with Red and getting dragged down is really sort of. It's just pulled another name into the into the fight. Yeah, definitely. Like when you look at the table, like we've seen Blackpool probably relegated now thirty five points, um, and then forty two you need at the moment to be safe. And there's three teams on forty two, and Rotherham at eighteen. Yeah. Are on forty four. I think that Rotherham game getting called off. Uh, Every week it gets more like and more fishy, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's going to be the big one. I think it, they win that game in hand away at Rotherham. Then, I mean, I don't want to say they should be safe, but yeah. it's going to be a fight till the end of the season, I think. Of course, yeah. Definitely. How many games left, do you know? Um, I think we are on average for about seven to eight games left now, roughly. Oh, so, right. Yeah. So still a while. Yeah. So. yeah it's because um, we had the World Cup one, so the pictures have pronged. Yeah, true. Mm. I think it's seven games if I'm working out yeah. right. Uh, the quick glance. Uh, and then Swansea, where did I see who they were away at? Sorry. Uh, away at Wigan. So Wigan, bottom of the league. Expect Swansea to take three points there. Do us a favour. They would do us a favour again. I would just bury Wigan again. Mm-hmm. Uh, even further down the bottom. So. Yeah, good luck to the teams today. Like I say, this probably won't come out till tomorrow now. Yeah. Uh, so we will see. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Good luck. Do you want to touch on the Wales women having a good result? Yeah, so um, Wales won 4-1 at home um, the Cow City Stadium on Thursday night against Northern Ireland. Uh, it was goals from Jess Fishlog and Harrod James, Harrod Kane and Hannah Kane, sorry, and Rachel Rowe. Um, so yeah, it was... It was you know, I went down and watched it uh, the second half. Um, after I traded myself, and it was it was you know from what I looked at, the, the, the girls were dominant in possession. It was a good, good dominant performance. Um, I don't think Northern Ireland really on the same same page. Just to be honest, with you. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you know, and big shout out to uh, Gemma Evans as well for getting a fiftieth cap. Yeah. So um, any yeah. of your. Your girls in the Wales squad at the moment? Um, no, in the under-19 squad, yeah. um, but not in the senior squad at the moment. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure that we'll see a few of them up there. But yeah, big shout, big shout out to Wales. A good 4-1. Um, so now they're playing Portugal tomorrow now. Um, so Wales are now 4 and beaten. 
So what 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 is this Pinata Cup? Do you, do you know what oh, um, is that? Yeah, no, that's these are friendlies. Are they? Friendlies. Sorry. These are just uh, friendlies. These are yeah, just to get the girls going some minutes. So is there like uh, up and com- coming qualifications yes. for them or? So we got the World Cup coming up soon, but I'm, and let's have a look what the fixtures are. So yeah, Wales four unbeaten now, uh, unbeaten in the last four. So are Portugal any good or are you, are you not too sure? Not too sure to be honest with you, but um, yeah, just, I think we've we've well we've got a good few friendlies now. So we got obviously we played um, Northern Ireland on Thursday, and then obviously we've got Portugal tomorrow. And I think yeah, that just just gives us more minutes in the camp to be honest with you. Yeah, will you be going down to any of them or? No, the one oh, is just way Portugal. Sorry, yeah, so yeah, we can't come. What am I on about? You're not yeah. going to. Uh, you're not going to Portugal. <laughs> yeah, but um, yes. Yeah, so we just had the um, World Cup qualifiers. Just looking at them now. Um, yeah, so at the moment, um, second league table, which is decent in the fairness. Yeah. Yeah. So France at the top. Then we've got Wales, Slovenia, Greece, Estonia, and Kazakhstan. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not doing too bad at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I just want to talk. Do you want to have a little chat on Brandon Johnson? Yeah, go on. Uh, just he, he came back uh, from injury after he missed the Wales window, which is unfortunate, but scored on his first game back. So uh, he's actually eight goals to assist in the Prem this year, which is, you know, really good. For Nottingham Forest side that's struggling. Uh, what's what's the manager's name, Steve? Um, the one who was the Swansea manager. Oh, you've got you've got me now. I've completely drawn a blank. He he apparently is under a lot of pressure pressure at the moment. Um, yeah, there was a. Do you see that incident with Steve Cooper? Steve Cooper, thank you. Uh, that incident with Daniel Prudence or Prudence. Yeah. He looked like he spat in his face. Yeah, it was weird. That was one. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he did. He looked. It was like a blow. Yeah. But like, why do that? Mm-hmm. Like, what else is he gonna look like? No, I know. So it weirdly, didn't result in a red card, even though VAR looked at it. VAR is a bit of a joke at the moment, isn't it? It's the same as the. Did you see the game yesterday with um, Liverpool Arsenal and Robertson's like gone up to the linesman and like asking about a decision at half time, and the linesman's like. Lisa Robson's like grabbed his elbow and the linesman's going like get off me like lifted up his elbow hit him towards the face <laughs> no, right, and, and Robson's going like oh he's hit me in the face and go, yeah yeah so the, the line, no the linesman the line so the linesman's under um, investigation now from like uh, the referees Gosh. association to see whether or not it was intentional or not intentional but yeah we all have our opinions I'm not sure but, like, I, I, it, it's not a very good angle of it so I can't you can't really say it's like a bird's eye view angle of it. It's not like yeah, close. So um, yeah, but he like just grabs his arm and the lineman just like picks up his elbow. As he picks up his elbow, he like knocks him in the face and then yeah, the camera pans to Robson and then Robson's like, he's just, he goes, he's just, your lineman's just elbowed me in the face. Yeah, so it's being looked at. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Uh, I think Spurs were quite lucky with a few bad parties. Yeah, they were, wouldn't they? Uh, also, I just gonna staying on the Spurs since you're a Spurs fan. Uh, it says former Tottenham defender Alan Hutton dubbed his old club a circus after claiming no one knows who's making the decisions for the transfer this season. I I just wanted to drop that in just to annoy oh. you. Uh, the reason this come up is because uh, it was reported the Spurs are keeping tabs on Brennan Johnson. Really? Yeah, that's why I wanted. That's I wasn't just rubbing it in. Um, Thanks, mate. <laughs> but it's apparently he's watched. He's being he's being watched by them. But what uh, Hutton is saying there's there's actually no one sort of making a plan. So mm. would you be happy with that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, bit of pace. But yeah, young, young fighter. I mean, it's just yeah. When they finally sell Harry King like you want him to do, you need to get some players in, don't you? Yeah, he scored the winner yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, Two well, I just oh, think pretty sorry to be honest. Yeah. Um, anything else on the footy? No, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, just like, good luck to all the uh, the Welsh, Welsh teams. Yeah, good. yeah, some big games still to come. Uh, and, um, yeah, hopefully... Cardiff can stay up. I think that's going to be the big thing. Yeah. And then Wrexham really need to get.
get back and win it means this is, this is the big game for X and I think yeah, this is the cup final I guess yeah um, <clears throat> before we go uh, we should tip the hat to Garen Price uh, I'm not a darts fan I will hold my hands up but I, we should uh, you, you like darts? I don't know I'll watch it do like, you? Yeah, like I wouldn't have you as a darts no, no. type of fan no uh, I don't get on board with it too much yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, Garen Price won his second consecutive European Tour event, beating Michael Van Gerwen to retain his international darts open title. Uh, well done. To, they call him Gerwin on telly, but it's Gerwin, surely. Yeah. With my Irish accent. Uh, apparently, averaging over 106 in the thrilling last third round win against Belgium, Mike De Ricca. So I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I just thought we should get that in there because, yeah. you know, he's Welsh and uh, representing us. Exactly, yeah. He used to be a rugby player, didn't he? Did he, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he used to be a rugby player, yeah. I thought you were a known that. No. Yeah, let me, let me... Check that. He used to be like semi-professional rugby player. Gerwin... Oh, yeah, check that. Uh, one thing I did want to make was an amendment from <laughs> last week. I made a mistake. A bit of self-scouting, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I actually said that you said six points, Turkey and was it Armenia? Don't bring me into this. And I said, <laughs> I said uh, Turkey beat Wales in the World Cup, so I don't think it'll be as straightforward as that. Uh, but actually, Wales beat them two 0 Ramsey and Connor Roberts with the goals. You did agree with me though, so stat man got it wrong. Yeah, the stat man got it wrong. But the problem is that I didn't write it down, and I should have. But you know, I watched the game, so I should have known. Like, I can only apologise on his behalf. Sorry, guys. I think what happened was is because they're the same colour kits as Switzerland, and we lost to Switzerland. That is going to be my excuse. What a terrible <laughs> excuse that is. That was my excuse. That's probably the worst excuses I've heard. Forget no. <laughs> the score. That is my excuse. Hey, anyway, I, I was man enough to admit that I made a mistake, fair. so I apologise. Cool. Well done, mate. Go on. So, this is a stat for you. The stat man. Go on. So, Price played as a hooker for Welsh Premier Division sides, Neath and Cross Keys, as well as a rugby league uh, with South Wales... Uh, Scorpions and Blackwood Bulldogs. Oh, really? That's a good standard then. Yeah, yeah. I knew you played for something. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, thanks. You've you've learned me something today. Yeah, there you go. That's why you're a teacher. <laughs> go on, Geza. So, yeah. So uh, that's all we got for this week. Um, I don't have anything else no. to say. I have nothing else to say to you as well. So yeah, thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening. If anyone does. Uh, and we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. Bye.